10 minutes remaining. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. It's Thursday, June 10th, 2021. Whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. You can also hear our voices on 10K Dollar Day. It's a comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel. The comedy podcast drops on Wednesdays and on Saturdays. We have bonus features and interviews. But this is why you're here. It's the 10 Minute Daily Happy. Yep. And I'm going to tell you. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Forget <laughs> it. Never mind. This week we're featuring. <laughs> Shut up. Booking.com. We love using Booking.com for researching and reserving our accommodations, both in our imaginary and our real travels. So whether you're booking for real, booking for your dreams, or trying an intro that you should have tried off mic first, visit 10kdollardate.com slash booking D-O-T-com to explore the endless possibilities. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I want to start with this story that you're going to absolutely love. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so you can now download free coloring books from 100 museums, libraries, (gasps) and iconic collections. Okay, get ready for this story. I know. First of all, I didn't know the research about adult coloring. So they say adult coloring can actually relax the fear center in your brain, known as amygdala. Okay. Amygdala, I think. Yes, that. That sounds better. It reduces stress, helps improve your sleep and focus, and it's fun. Um, Okay. 100% agree. I mean, I I 100% agree. You know I have anxiety and all the things. Yeah. And I think it's like a fidget thing for adults. Oh, I get it. For me. Yeah. I don't no, know if like that makes that. sense. Yeah, it, it it really does. It it's it's definitely a relaxing thing for me, for sure. Yeah. So if you guys go to library.nyam, it's the New York Academy of Medicine.org, you can actually explore color, connect with other libraries and their collections, and you can download all of these amazing coloring books. Okay. So they're wow, all types of things. I know. It's like crazy. Okay. You could like uh, color in vintage motorcycle things. You could color in ancient book pages from Barcelona, Victoria, Flora, and Fauna illustrations, old medical sketches. Oh. Isn't that cool? That is really cool. I'm also, it's cool that it is coming out of a medical museum. You said yeah, like yeah, it's the New York Academy of Medical or of Medicine Library, yeah, and they've been cool. hosting. Actually, I didn't even know about it. They've been hosting this annual hashtag Color Our Collections project since 2016, but since the pandemic, they've started uploading even more coloring pages inspired by all of their collections. I love that. You know what I like about it is what? there's it's a very low stakes activity. Yes, you know, like if you mess something up. You're not, it's not like you were cross stitching for three months and then all of a sudden realized you were off a row. Oh, oh, yes. There's very few things you can really do wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. While you're coloring, you can always start over. Uh huh. You know and, what I mean? And yeah. it really is up to interpretation, right? Cause say, for instance, uh, you color the zebra. Uh, orange and blue instead of black and white, right? That's that's fine. It's a coloring book. So you well, really can't mess up. The funny thing about that is that I actually um, only do things that tell me what color to do it already because I don't want to make any decisions. 
As, uh, seriously, like when the, to it, it, for it to be relaxing to me, I can't regret any decisions. Like I can't be like, should have done that blue and orange, but there I was doing it boring black and white again. But oh then if the coloring people tell me, no, we're doing this realistically, I'm like, look at my realistic coloring book. And then right. if they tell me these are blue and orange zebras, I'm like, oh, we're in fantasy land today. Like I'd like to be told oh i like that though that's really <laughs> sweet you're so directable lou i'm i just like to take notes i just don't want to make any decisions that's i love yeah. it okay next story you're actually gonna like this too uh so i guess there's some rising sea levels happening and the maldives is responding to this by building its own floating city i like the effect and i hate the cause but well, yes, absolutely. Tell me about guess, the city. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about so, the city. <laughs> okay. So uh, I guess the Maldives, ex- uh, the Maldives itself actually averages less than one meter above sea level at all times, which I guess is not a lot. It's actually the lowest lying nation on earth. I didn't know that. And, I don't even know uh, what that means. I think it like lies closest to the water. But what are we talking about? Water is water, right? So, like, I yeah. guess in my head, oh, people are going to think we're dumb. In my head, <laughs> in my head, a, a, a foot of sea level is a foot of earth on top of wherever the sea is. Right. No, yeah, you're right. So, for me, like, in Greece, the sea level is just where the sea is but i'm guessing that sea level is an actual baseline measurement maybe yeah yeah we no, don't I know think, we don't know right. this answer we don't know i there is no right there, my, I'm, I'm not saying right i'm saying i don't know anything <laughs> okay okay well i guess because of the rising water though i guess they're worried that eventually like the maldives could you know go under water so the plan is that they are going to build this this, uh, I don't know, floating city that's going to drift upon a 200 hectare warm water lagoon. It's okay. a 10 minute boat ride from the capital. And they built this like flexible grid that's surrounded with larger islands to act as wave and water breaks. What? I know. That, I know. It's me. a lot okay. of information, you guys. <laughs> the plan also includes the building of artificial coral structures. Okay. Coral. I played Coral in Finding Nemo the Musical. You I did. feel very engaged. <laughs> yes. So that way it'll still attract sea life and also protect the town from storm surges. I guess Coral does that. So <laughs> they're just saying that they're building these housing modules that will connect by a series of canals and flexible bridges, while docks will allow people parking and access to service and shops. And that construction is slated to begin next year and finish in five years. They're also working to add a hospital and school school and a renewable energy grid to power the city. So it's like its own city. And you got to see these pictures. You guys just search it. It literally looks like it would be in like uh, Universal Studios. As, yeah. at like, it's like munchkin land on water because it's very colorful, but also small. And they have and all And is these- this a tourist area? I mean, is this like a shopping? Are people going to live there? I'm not sure. I think they're just okay. building it so that if... You know, the world starts to uh, go underwater. Or somebody will survive and become the next generation. That people, the oh, human race, so, 
wow. will live yes. on. We have a five-year plan, everyone. We're saving the earth. Uh, <laughs> we're starting construction this year, and in five years, we're going to have munchkin land, and everyone Two will be fine. Remain. Yeah. I mean, the Maldives is now perfectly positioned to like uh, reimagine how humankind will survive. Yeah. Well, we were talking about it, actually, at work, at work the other day, climate change. Hello. Because... Um, <laughs> <laughs> because we were talking about Alaska and, you know, we have cruise ships that go up in Alaska and how when my colleagues started working on cruise ships in Alaska in 95, it was all white. And now uh, Alaska is green. Oh. And that's that's how fast it happened. Like it within her working life, she saw it go from white to green. That's insane. Yes, it is. Man. Yes, it is. Yeah. And so like now uh, in Alaska, what, there are these times when like big chunks fall off the glaciers. And uh-huh. when you see it happen, it is amazing. It it like breaks off the glacier. It falls into the water. It makes this crazy sound. It It's truly stunning. And it used to be very rare. Like if you went to Alaska, you hoped it was like whale watching. You hoped oh, that you, that would, you would see, see it. it. But oh. there's no guarantee. Right. And it happens daily now. It happens every single day. That's crazy. Like in our lifetime, I wonder how much this world is going to change. If you really think Uh, about it, like deep Look at the last year. But look at the last year. How much has it changed? And that's only looking at certain things, right? Like we're not actually really plugged into climate change. Like I'm sure there are scientists who are like, uh, guys, it changed yesterday. You know what I mean? Like we don't know because we don't really pay attention to that stuff. Oh man. Yeah. I know. I know things are happening. Deep thoughts, man. I mean, even in theater, we're getting our, our, our call sheets on an app now. There's things that are changing that no one knows about. I was like, did everyone tell people that we're on apps? Does everyone have a smartphone? Does everyone know how to access this? Do we have Wi-Fi? I'm glad we're saving trees, but we should talk.